Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, my name is Bobby, and I just featured on TV2. This is my first interview of 2022. So when Bovi walked into my set, I was very tense because, I mean, this man is supposed to be my mentor, even though he has refused to take that title. <laughs> I'm excited to have Bovi on my couch. He's an actor, comedian, writer, and a producer. Please put your hands together for my guest, guys. <laughs> Sounds like this smile. I don't see comedian. Bros! How far? You don't say this is my body is shake like this might not fuck up. Why? Eh? Why? You don't say you. You be you be high maintenance now. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. You know, message me this year. You know they check up on me. I feel like our relationship has to get better this year, bros. Eh, it's in your hands. You, see you get family. It's in your hands. It's in my hands. Why you they wait me? I they call you every you always a busy. Did I pick the call or not? See? Okay. See life. Okay, let's get into it. Hell yeah, now. <laughs> I am... One question has been on my mind since. Did you always think life was going to get this good? Is life that good? No, but I mean, your life, you're a star. You have beautiful kids. You have an amazing wife. Your career is thriving. I mean, from your own background. I mean, you've told me a bit about your background. Do you think life was going to get this good? I'm not saying that life is perfect, but... As regards having a family, I maybe... I didn't think deep about it, but mm. I always knew that, okay, first off, I go marry fine woman. <laughs> and Chris Fine. And Chris Fine. Yeah. You know? And I think my biggest luck so far is that uh, I married a woman that's who is similar to my mother in more ways than one, you know? Because my mom was the most uh, charming human being I ever knew. Yeah. It's everybody, my mom's special. Yeah. But you're all special. It's too, too special for you. special. It's too special. Right. So, I mean, I have always been a lover of good things. I would never settle for less in most cases. Mm. Right. So, yeah. I I envisage this life. I didn't envisage having three children though. How many <laughs> one? 
One, I wanted only one child. It's why the age gap between my first and second is four years. Because I had absolutely no plans to have more children. And my mom, my wife, especially the two of them, the pressure. My mom, and I all typical African, just born, just born. My wife says she must born girl. <laughs> I get four brothers. Or rather, will be four boys. No girl. The girl is last. Right. From my mom. Mm. My mom gets eight brothers. Only girl, first child. My mom was first child. Right. right? And many step uh, siblings mm. or half siblings, as the case may be. So my wife said, Man, no worry. Say, we're born girl. Born girl must be. Mm. We're not a born girl, though. She said, We must born girl. <laughs> yeah. So when the second pregnancy happened, it turns out it was a girl. Which was a surprise. So I said, okay, maybe you don't get, you don't cuckoo get the girl. Because my fear was, I didn't want a situation where she would tell me, oh, the second one is a boy. I really want a girl. So you're going to call it a bonding girl. Because, bond girl because <laughs> now, so my mom said, born five or four. Jesus. Yeah, my mom wants girl. So she was so sure her third child was going to be a girl. What number are you? What, one. Are you the firstborn? Yes. Everybody facing my immediate younger brother. And my I swear, facing that brother. Senior, you. No, I seen around with three years. No play. <laughs> I'll be brussel. How does your doing? It's not firstborn behavior. Be this. No, but in they do like firstborn well, mm. well. You know, his temperament is very assertive. Yeah. You know, so. But you are also very assertive, whether you like it or not. You like you like to form like a very demure, but you know that you are boom, boom. Yeah, But I'm democratic too. <laughs> well, you are very logical. Uh-huh. Things, but you are very stern as well yeah it depends on the topic <laughs> okay so which topics are you stern on okay uh, let me not deny the fact that I am very I can be very opinionated right, right? Mm-hmm. but I think it applies more to the arts than any other yes, area yes. more so over the years I have grown I am more matured now mm-hmm. and I realize that everybody's right because perspectives vary. Mm. So I'm that stage where I really don't fight it. So mm. your tent or Israel. If mm. your stupidity works for you, no problem. If your wisdom works for you, no problem. But where I'm cooking my soup, you won't come and put broccoli. <laughs> when I don't eat broccoli. You're probably not vegetarian. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, but basically that's that's yeah. it for me, yeah. I think they have a very interesting life. We've spoke, we spoken a bit about your like your early life and what you got up got up to when you were younger. Mm. But I really want to know, I mean, for the benefits of people watching, when did all this start for you? Because you have gone on to become an actor, a comedian, a producer. When did all this start for you? When did you know that this was the line I was going to tour eventually? I didn't know I was going to be a producer. If I had my way, I probably would just be an actor, mm. writer, comedian. Okay. That is my nucleus, right? But you see, in this industry, mm-hmm. in most cases, if you don't take the bull by the horn, you are you aren't gonna make the big bucks. Yeah, you know. So I had to take responsibility into my hands. I started off as executive producer, not even as actor, because I had gone for a few auditions. Mm-hmm. I had seen the pattern 
of things. And I was so restless as a young chap. I was very, by restless, I mean the fire was burning so much. Bear in mind, I spent roughly six, seven years incubating because in uni, I was studying theater, but I wanted to do more than theater. I was scared to go on stage. I was afraid. I was timid, right? When I finished, I started working with RMD as his PA. And I was seeing him on set, but this is what I wanted to do. This is what I loved. Then RMD started doing Made in Worry. I, I used to divulge. Uh, I used to eat up Nights of a Thousand Laughs just by watching. I used right. to shake. You know when you're watching something and you start having goosebumps Why? and you're shaking because I knew that was me. Right? So, the time RMD, they do Made in Worry, because I was RMD staff, mm-hmm. I was back room, and I used to say, bros, I've passed these guys. So, <laughs> I feel do this thing mm-hmm. with these people, they do, you know? So, I used to, I spent too many years in incubation. So, by the time I came out, right? I'm going for auditions, and I'm like, okay, I'm not landing the roles I want to get. Somebody really pissed me off. Someone I was looking up to at the time that said, oh, it's because you have a nine to five. If not, I'll give you ropes. You when resign? I resign, I say, bros, I don't resign. No. This is it. He said, man, cannot they stop him? Without this, and I saw this thing. He, he screamed at me in Greener Line Motor Park in Yaba. I know this person can pay you away, bros. No, but this was in public. Everybody would turn that what's going on here, right? Uh, but that time were you already were you already upcoming as a star? No, 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 no. I had just resigned. This is late 2006. I had not done anything, right? So the way the guys screamed, I I didn't get I was angry and embarrassed for probably two, three minutes. But there I said, Why am I even begging? And luckily for me, I had read so many books. My mom now librarian by training. So I grew up reading. I started mm. reading pace setters before I was even seven or eight. Wow. I don't by by twelve, I don't they read James Hadley Chase. My mom didn't want me to, but they steal all of them. They read because at the time my age you never write for yeah, James Hadley yeah. Chase, right? My mom they buy newspapers every day, all the dailies. I did I did divulge all of them. I did chop them. So I think maybe that's where my love for writing came developed, mm. right? So many people today where you they see people like Ruben Abati. When Ruben Abati they write for Guardian in the late nineties, early two thousands, mm. I don't they read Ruben Abati columns and Abati a writer. You get so I told myself this one this guy screamed for me like this. Okay. One of the books I read was Rich Dad Poor Dad. The Rich Dad Poor Dad, the Poor Dad son, tell the Rich Dad, say, my daddy say, yes, I want the plan for your life. Say, my daddy say, I should go to school and finish with good grades mm. so that if I'm top of my class, I will get a good job. And when I get a good job, I will climb up the ladder of that job and eventually become the head of the company. Mm. The Rich Dad called laugh. He got said, when you get to tell your dad that instead of climbing up the ladder that the company sets, why don't you own the ladder people are climbing? So that was my eureka moment yeah. when that guy screamed at me and I wrote Extended Family. Whew. I wrote Extended Family. So that's why I say I started off as a executive producer, yeah. co-executive producer. So you went from that moment at Greener Line to just saying, I want to do my own thing. Right. And you wrote Extended Family. 
Did right. You, did you think SNFL was going to do good at all? Do you know where you're going to play? I knew. I knew. How and why? So, Tumba Chesson Rufai, the owner of Goldmine TV. Now, mm-hmm. Chesson Rufai was the staff of uh, Silverbed. I think was head of programs. Yeah. Chesson Rufai told me, yo, the only available slot time is 8 p.m. on Sundays. But it's not a good time for you because... Uh, Fuji House of Commotion shows from 7.30 mm. to 8. So people will compare the programs who won't watch us. I said, Oga, put it there. That's the kind of uh, competition I want. Right? If, 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 if it will make me sit up, mm. then I'm ready to sit up. But put it there. I want people to watch TV for one hour. So when they finish uh, Fuji House of Commotion, mm. they'll be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's not over. Let, let, let it look like a martini. Mm. And that's exactly what happened. But I, you know, every time I sit down with you, I, everything I hear from sometimes when I sit down with you, actually, and you speak, I hear audacity and confidence. I think I'm very similar to you, and that's why I actually chose you as a mentor. But that part is the part I don't really have. So you have always, I think that from our conversations, you have always been confident. I've always had the audacity to go after things. Why is that? Like, was it part of your upbringing, or why? Why is it that there's something about you? that will make you leave a job that you resigned and create your entire show and believe that the show will do so good? I don't think it's part of my upbringing because my parents never even wanted me to resign in the first place. Okay. They were like, so what will you do? My mom wanted to get me a job. My mom got me two jobs upon graduation as lecturer in university and polytechnic. So that's why I never went back home. I'm from Kogi State. Instead of to face Delta State, I came straight to Lagos. What did you do for Kogi State? Youth service. Right. Okay. Right? So... I think it's more like my temperament and knowing at a very young age what I wanted. So I didn't allow my mm. family upbringing, my immediate environment or my mm. society to mold me. Okay. You know, when I did Abraka, I remember people used to tell me, ah, you don't live in Lagos. We always thought you lived in Lagos. Because Lagos boys and Lagos girls probably had the way they were perceived. Refined. Refined, you know? So, that's... that. I always knew. I always knew what mm. I wanted. And um, it's my gift and I can't deny it. Ultimately. Amazing. So, now that um, you've moved into, like, movies, right? My Village People was a very fantastic story, by the mm. way. Right. What inspired My Village People? Uh, did you go through any village problems? Did somebody try to... Or how did the story come about? Because you wrote a proper story that all of us could relate from back, mm. back in Worry and the witchcrafts. Bless her soul, Rachel Oniga. She ate it up and she presented those witches where we know for all the years. All those women all the years. Say, this woman, I wish you were not near her. Mm. But you captured that story so well, Right. Why Why did you write that story? And do you think it was going to do good? Because it was a story about witches. Like, <laughs> I was very worried at the beginning to say, ah, village people. Yeah. The story is a composition of different things that happen in my head. Mm. Some in reality, some just fiction. I tell people till tomorrow, if you open Twitter now on that pad and search the words village people, you will see people have tweeted today that, ah, my village people, so, so, and so thing happened to me. You see, oh, your village people, now they pursue mm. you and stuff like that, right? Twitter is one place where trends come and go. Village people has never gone. And people didn't realize that. Village people is one trend that never goes away. away. 
I wish I can start naming all of them now, all the trends, but trends come mm. and trends go mm. in this current generation, mm. right? So I knew that commercially, this would be a hit if you get the story right. Yeah. Because everybody has village people. True. We all have our village people. True. Except for Lagosians, where they're born for Lagos here, where they stay here. We don't even know their village. Uh, we be their own village people. Yes. They be their village people. Yes, so. You know that kind of thing. True. We all have our village people ultimately mm. so that was one component uh, component commercially i'm like okay this one i'll I go hold them mm. do them the three old women you know three is a symbol mm. in the occultic world stuff like that yes. um they have always used three when they describe things like witches and all that right when i was young when i used to have nightmares of old women beating me up and they will act like they're playing with me. You know, so I feel hide for dream and they'll be searching for me. And when they see me, I feel come out like saying I play. And they'll be like, yeah, it's play, but they'll carry me, use my head, hit wall, boom. And when I wake up, I will have very mad headache and high fever. Uh. Right. You know, so that was my earliest form of pressing. <laughs> What's you, you go for deliverance? No, luckily for I not be babe now. You know, village life now. When you be babe, you carry the first you thing they'll say hey. But luckily for me, my parents are um exposed people. Mm. So all that never came up. But you physically depressed you through true. I used to have nightmares, let's leave it like that, because what we call pressing us. Sleep Bro, so they do of nightmares. You know, see where we come from. If that catches the apple to you, that's yeah, the but you, you know why I know. You know why I know the link towards that thing mm-hmm. because many dreams have been killed like that. Young people who are having nightmares. If you just be fine, get the one carry you for deliverance mm-hmm. or lock you for prophet. As prophets True. go fuck, <laughs> prophet go sleep with you against your will. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. These are common stories. So mm-hmm. I want our people to be enlightened more and so that that narrative can change. Yeah. Because if you're having high fever, you can have hallucinations. Yeah. You know, you can have a, a very bad malaria that will make you act up. The next, you know, say deliverance, deliverance. She's from the marine world mm-hmm. and this and that. So it was recently I found out that that pressing thing, because they call it press me Paralysis later on in me. life. Not these women. But you know when they struggle to wake up when you're conscious? Jesus! It's sleep paralysis. Yeah, true. As it turns out. But we will always look forward to allude it to spiritually Mm. and all that. I'm thinking that maybe those times where you're having those dreams, maybe there was references that you've seen before. That's Mm. why it came to play your dreams. Or I don't know what caused women. Because it's very specific that women were stoning your head on the wall. That's mm. really weird. So do you think it's references that you had seen before, movies that you had watched? I don't think it's reference. I think it's immediate reference from the family, yeah. extended family. And I'm not, bear in mind that as much as I want us to be exposed, I'm not mm. ruling out the, the fact that there is, uh, uh, there are dark forces in life, right? So those things exist. Mm. Those were probably what was happening to me at the mm. time. I don't know. I don't care anymore. I was 17 when I did pray deliverance prayer. They carried me go on a, what is it that they call this thing now? One program, Sha. 
And so they called share pastors, see me they, they pray deliverance for us. I know where. So I did pray break a generational course. So as they, they anoint us, when you're touring, they anoint you. And me, because I'm restless naturally, yeah. I did pace left and right. Cause I know where. Mm. I don't know, say the pastor they front, they look me like demon they move. Demon they move this guy. <laughs> So when he got to my tongue, pray the anointing of a man go. Baba start to speak in tongues. They push me one man for ah. Now Kuku stand fit. Ah. I say okay. <laughs> this guy need to know. Say you pray. You tired today? But that pray was that stand fit was stand fit. So mm. the guy called say oh now the demon they want resist. We die there. He pray. He tired. When I he tired, he, he let me go now. So I contacted my mom that this is the last time I will go for this program. She said, why? I said, since I was 14, every year, you say we should come for this program mm. and they'll be breaking generational costs. Is it that God too busy or ain't go break small? Console, okay, mm. next year, next year, mm. we'll break the remaining one. Yes. Or is it that God break the chain as he come off his, the chain can't join again? Yeah. She said, no. I said, so don't make me repeat a prayer. Mm-hmm. I've already prayed. I, I was 17, mind you, at the time. And I think that's where my relationship with God started, right? Because I realized if God's not deaf, there's no way in the world mm-hmm. I'm going to drum into his ears more than five or ten times, mm-hmm. depending on what I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. And me repeating that prayer is for me to get in the zone. It's not for God to hear. God don't hear from the first time. You understand? So why do I have to repeat to him? He's not deaf. And he's not man that forgets. True. True. Know? But that's a very strong place to be at at 17. To know that this is what I want to do. And be able to tell your mother that this is what I want to do. I'm really, I'm really trying to get into your childhood. And I, so there are too many things that formed you, right? Mm. You had a mother who was very educated, mm. who loved you. Um, you're exposed to all this education at this young age. Do you think it influenced your choices and decisions at that age? I think I was born to do what I, I'm doing now, which is in, in the entertainment space. Yeah. But yes, my mom had a major influence in my life. Mm. My mom is, I'm, I'm, I'm the hybrid of many things. My mother, mm. compassion, humility, mm. uh, tenderness, uh, meekness, right? But luckily for me, I'm not totally like my mom because I personally consider my mom's eventual end in life a tragedy. Yeah. I used to tell my mom that, mommy, the Bible says be as harmless as a dove, right? She said, yes. I said, but did you read what it, what follows? Which is be as wise as a serpent. You are taking too much shit. And she'll be like, don't talk. Like I'm like, no, I'm going to talk like that. You are taking the peace. Like, why are you? And she would, you know, that's just who she was, you know? And it was evident at her funeral because you would think a king died when my mom passed, you know? I remember wheeling her, her, her casket into the church mm. and women, old women just falling in the pew and weeping. This is three months after her death. It broke me. You know, it broke me too much. My mom gave her life to To humanity. It was, it's something I really don't like talking about, you know, because it still gets me because Mm. I feel she could have been better. She Mm. could have been wiser. Like, I learned a lesson that if you offer yourself, 
if you keep the world, use you, they'll yeah. use you and they'll, they'll finish you. I know you don't like talking about your mom. You talk about your mom personally. Mm. I mean, we speak about her, but you, I really want to talk about your mom just, just a bit, just a bit, right? Um, you said so many things about her when you were growing up. You speak of her so highly. I don't, I don't think you describe another woman like that. You describe her so perfectly. So your mom was a huge part of your life growing up. Mm-hmm. You guys formed a special bond. Please tell me about this relationship from growing up up until she passed. Hmm. I'm my mom's first child. Right. Mothers have that special bond with their first kids, especially when it's, it's now a male child. Yeah. The Oedipus complex comes into play, right? Hmm. Uh, my mom was also a first child. She had her own trauma growing up. So I'm sure she was like, okay, I'm not going to let my kids go through this, you know? So being the first child, I bear, I bore the brunt, <laughs> right? Mm. She was hard on me, not in a mean way, in a loving way. She provided for me. I would later find out that my mom, like she gave her life for me. I was mm. comfortable because of my mother, mm. right? She didn't believe a child has to suffer mm. for the child to know within life. Mm. They talk. Mm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I remember my mom giving me as much as 30 grand every month in the 90s when I did university between 98 and 2002. Most times more. You know that kind of thing. And I don't know. I think to be fair, I think most mothers are like that to their firstborn sons. Many mothers. Many mothers, yeah. Many mothers are like that to their firstborn sons. Mm. I was lucky to have someone who, she baptized me. That was what she told me one day, that listen, that she believes in men of God. She goes to church. Evidently, I could see that, right? Yeah. She said, but when it came to me, she didn't take me to church for that baptism. Yeah. I mean, I later did baptism later in life. They took my head inside river, bring me coma. But she said, Bobby, I baptized you myself. She said, I took you to the bathroom, took a teacup and baptized you with water. And I spoke into your life, your destiny. So because of that thing she did, I've done it for all my three children, myself as well. So she spoke life and spoke positive things upon me when my brain was still in that tabula rasa form. Right. For the sake of my show, what is tabula rasa? Uh, A state of blankness when nothing done did the brain, the the new computer. You never start to download Mm. things put, you know. So... I don't remember the things you don't remember happen in that your tabular rasa state, yeah, especially true. as a child, a newborn baby, mm. fresh brain. Anyhow, you weave that brain, go nine day, follow. What about your dad? He did. He did? Where did he? He did. He did house. Right. Should we talk about your dad? Let's talk about your dad for a second. You know the way you know they like talking about your mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't like it. That's a low blow. That's not a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> you came. No, but yes, if you want to talk about my mom, let's talk about my mom. But your dad, let's talk about your dad a bit. Me, so you see, the reason why I really can't talk about my old man is because mm. we, we never really had that kind of relationship. Yeah. We we are in the same house and all, but that's just what it is, you know. So we've never really had a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm that age now where I'm matured enough to understand that um, now we ain't no rich. You get so I'm not mad, not angry anymore, mm-hmm. right? But we never really had a relationship, so there's not really much to talk about. Do you think that? Absence of relationship probably affected you at some point. Oh, yes. So, you see, part of why I said I'm a better person is that I found out later in life that pretty much every family is dysfunctional right. in one way or the other. Mm. Even the families that look all perfect in pictures, True. arranged and all, there are issues. Every family has issues, mm. you know? So, yeah. what was the question again? <laughs> Bobby is so uncomfortable with this question. Let's move on to it. I'm not uncomfortable, you but like I said, there's not there isn't much to talk about. Yeah, true. There's no Fair relationship. Enough. Fair right? enough. Okay, so let's talk about your career as Bovi the comedian. So you you went from um resigning your job, mm. that episode at uh the Greener Line mm. Park to writing a show that became a hit. Mm-hmm. So, when did you not start doing stand-up? Because you always wanted to do stand-up. Mm. Was it when your show became a hit? Absolutely. You? When my show became a hit. I, w- I wanted to break into the comedy circuit. But at the time, it was mm. hard. Because Night of a Th- Thousand Laughs was a franchise. Night of a Thousand Laughs was, a, was the platform. Mm. Night of a Thousand Laughs would advertise its show and just say, Night of a Thousand Laughs, October 1st, Moson Center, Gate Fee, 5,000 Naira, 3,000 naira. They won't even tell you the artist and the place will explode. It will be packed with people, right? And the comedians will come on stage are probably six, seven, entertaining this full house. You know, this packed house. And Night of Thousand Lives will have first show and second show, which is first show, yeah, we're finished. Go. Second show come so if you are not really good you you couldn't break into this creme de la creme of comedians. of comedians right and i realized breaking into his circuit was very hard the way breaking into movies was hard mm. breaking into modeling was hard i tried my hands in modeling after, you did oh yeah after my first two castings i said nah this is not me i i will rather open a casting uh kidney yeah, right. AJC. Yes, because they said 7 a.m. I got there, two people were there before me, so I was number three. This is like 30 minutes to seven. And I waited till 3 p.m. before I was auditioned. auditioned. And I saw people who I came before go in and come. I'm like, what's going on here? Mm. Second one, more madness in center spread. Mm. What was supposed to be a callback? I can't say, well, I got callback for the first one I went for in Surulere. Okay. Mm. The people that came for callback come many past the people we come. You know? And I then one model tell me, say, uh, okay. I said, well, you are the other one. She said, no. I said, so how did you come for it? She said, ah, we don't go for the first ones. They call us when they want to train things down. I said, ah, oh, yes. 
What's happening? I wait to the tire. They can't call me. Say my agent call me. Say one other one day bank mm. and bank Anthony way. Right, make I come quick. I can't go that one. We're not many. Mm. We did it. I landed the part. It was a Ragolis uh, water ad. I landed the part, killed it, and I pay. I, I got paid seventy thousand. More the uh, agent taking thirty percent. So we got seventy thousand that time. Yeah, this is two thousand and seven. Good money for two thousand and seven, no, bros. Not really good like for that. modeling industry. You it will know? be day before now. Ragolis, now you know the year the brand and I cost in a commercial now. Now I make mm. So why not? Why last last I take forty two thousand dollars because I saw the system of abuse. Yeah. I think the Nigerian yeah. entertainment space has too many things that seem normal, but it's abuse. Very it's abnormal. disrespectful yeah. to tell people to come for seven o'clock and you are not there till nine o'clock. Yeah. It happens every time. Yeah. It's disrespectful to even suggest to somebody this is how much you want to pay them, and then you abuse them on top. You hire ushers, you don't give them room to stay. Mm. Like how greedy can you be? How abusive can you be? That's why you see many people we don't make them for the industry. Once they make them, their bullshit level eh, is on a high. And I'll say, see, well, it was very humble though. She used to have manners before. No, mm. you don't know the shit she passed through True. to reach where she did. True. Then now you want her to be subservient to it because you don't blow. You don't even forget all the wicked things we you do. It creates a toxic loop, right? So yes, it creates a toxic. Uh, uh, it's a system of abuse, yes. you know. So you pass it on, but yeah. that's why I say I'm lucky because I understand these things and I checkmate them mm. in myself. Yeah, right. Don't do unto the others what was mm. done to you. To you, you know. But 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 why? There's something about you that just doesn't like. Oppression. I feel like yes. So I feel like you were you are too aware of yourself, right? So. As with the auditions, as with Green Line, right? Mm. Whenever these things happen to you, you there's another move from you. Mm. Why? I think I spent too many years being abused in the system. Mm. My growing up, you know, mm. suppressed. Don't talk. How dare you look me in the eyes? Bored or load you. Yes. You're a junior boy's last man. They'll punish you mm. for waiting unnecessary. You get, you enter university. The lecturer, they do one kind. They feel like saying be God. Non-academic staff. Yes. They so. give you Are you understanding? So once I entered life, a graduate, you know, say my certificate, eh? The, I have touched that thing probably only three times. When I picked it up, when I tried to get job, when I just graduated, and um, maybe one other time when I laminate them, right? But I have not set my eyes on Never it. Never my own. Uh, I've <laughs> not set my eyes on it again. Mm. So when I tasted freedom, I'm like, now I'm free. I'm not going to take shit from anybody. You mean mm. I can function on my own? Yeah. Oh, so I can, I don't need this person to eat. Mm. I don't need this person to, to buy clothes mm. or do, you mean I can live my life by myself? Mm. But has that affected you? I mean, going forward in your career, your, your choices, because also what I like to know why in a space where people like oppression, people like to oppress other people, people mm. like people for you to kiss their ass and just be Nigerians so you will can love get ahead. You. Yeah, Nigerians will love you as long as they are feeding you. Right. You know, it's very typical of us. The moment you become ambitious, it's like, eh, why? It's because we, we have a system of abuse, a system of slave master, mm. right? Mm. In very, and it shows in very little ways. You will not even know. Do you get, it's rubbish. Where we come from, mm. if you're junior, 
come visit you or they stay your house mm. in chop finish he must greet you yes why for food food bro <laughs> i thanked you when you gave me the food then i said mm. chop finish if i don't greet you i don't fuck up yes why just i'm asking you because i come from the same place as you mm. and i learned to i learned to stoop mm. for some reason mm. but ever since i met you you did make me say but you literally tell me don't you know you're a star do like this so now mm. they give me ginger so is this confidence for for you right has this affected you in any way because the people that we are dealing with like the system of abuse mm. and you are always trying to check that system mm. so i'm sure that you have made enemies along the way yes. trying to do that go, go check everybody where don't blow they've made enemies along the way in Nigeria, go check everybody where they, where they are at the top of their game. Mm. There was a stage people didn't like them. There was a campaign against them, you know, directly and indirectly. Mm. Oh, he person do this, he do that. But even normal belay where you give girl, they'll, they'll blow her like saying a crime. <laughs> you come out. <laughs> Whereas children are a gift from, from God. God. You understand? Mm. But once they get there, hey, everybody again. Go fall in line. Wow. So did you always know this? I don't know. Because it seems like you didn't even care when you just kept moving. I cared. Yeah. So w- I kept my eye on the goal. That was my saving grace. Mm. I kept my eye on the goal. So who offend me, who not offend me. After a while, I don't face that goal mm. again. You know, so I think that was my saving grace. I remember, make no mistake, I damn well remember, right? So it's hard for me to fall victim twice right you know it's what i tell people when i encourage you say i basically encourage you to stop because you second guess yourself and that's what abuse Mm -hmm. does it makes you start checking yourself every time whereas sometimes all you just need to do is move i remember traveling home not home to agbo for my cousin's wedding Mm -hmm. i can't meet many people from the community where we grow up right university community i was greeting them everything my mom was there great play now i don't they do tv you mm. know so are they shy yes i not conform for now you know that kind of thing i stay humble uh, mm. i stay humble but i was overcompensating and then we gathered for a group picture uh, let's take me i said no problem i can't bend take the picture after we took the pictures everybody was in my mom pulled me to a corner she said stop stooping stop stop shrinking yourself god god made you tall so why you stand when it's time for a picture stand the frame will accommodate you you don't need to come you are counting you are and you know i made the mental notes Mm. so while i'm humble i'm not stupid as well like okay politely please this will not work for me no vex now that's honest opinion Mm. Now nah, I don't take enter trouble where where yeah uh, no this I know if he do this one. Yeah. Initially I feel they think ah wait I'll lie say I'm not there. I'll lie say I'm not where. I'll lie say, but at some point it's just like ah with all due respect. I'm not saying you should be brash with the truth every time. Mm. You must manage emotions. But if I know fully whether you just want to use me. Not be say you really like me now because of what yes, I get yes. now you are. If the thing not work, I want a situation where whatever I'm doing is beneficial to me, it's beneficial to you, it's beneficial to everybody that is involved. In the absence of that, I'm sorry, I'll pass on this one. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> okay, so comedy. Mm. So you had gotten extended family 
in the bag. <laughs> you were already popping. But you remember that you were also a star. You knew that you could do better than lots of the comedians that you had been watching. I wouldn't say I could do better. I felt, okay, if this is what they have to offer, then I can do this. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to do this. This is who I am. Before I knew what comedy was, I always wanted to take the mic and stand on stage and talk and make people happy, make people laugh. I've always been a storyteller, yeah. right? So I was like, okay, I need to break into the circuit. But I focused on extended family because I'm like, if I get extended family right, extended, there was no social media at the time. There was social media, but social media was done showing yeah. videos, right? Yeah. So I was like, if everybody's loving extended family, after a while, I will break into stand up and that's how i broke into stand up like i didn't start stand up like when they introduced you as an opening act and people like mm. out of course you just clap but you are facing a test now let's hear what you have to offer i started stand up like y'all know him from extended family mm. and y'all know him from so so and so right give it up for yeah <laughs> That they hate me and my joke, they escape me out. I'll call it. Damn. Damn. That they off me with healing. Right? Oh, so you don't really popular before. I don't blow. Come. See, I blow in a very funny way. I blow without money. I blow without clothes. I blow without car. I blow without babe. I blow without anything. First episode of Extended Family showed... 8 p.m. on Sunday, April 1st, 2007. April 2, somebody saw me and said, see this madman from yesterday, just one person. The next week, like five people, hey, hey, by the next week, to go submit the tape for extended family was a problem because on public transport, uh. that they mobbed me. You don't understand. It was, we blew everybody, all nine major characters, we, we blew like this. True, true. Now, Ovoke or Jegba, my editor, now I got the bag to call help me go submit tape. I remember, you are not fit come out. So I remember when I said I can never do public transport again. If I don't get money for taxi, I know they go anywhere. So I did inside my house. Do you understand? The moment I took that decision, nine BRT starts. I couldn't say, I'll be here for just enter BRT. <laughs> you know, because I did draw inspiration from everything. Yes. And BRT felt like London boss to me. So London boss, what I don't see for newspaper, for mm. TV. Maybe this decent form of transportation, TV, even the inside. Mm. I'll be here for enter. But I had made up my mind because we blow. Not be this one, no. I'm talking Davido Wiesborner type of blow. And off you work out. He get one designer, Natello actually, for John, Tony Tigana. <laughs> Tony Tigana. <laughs> for Orile. For eh? Tony Tigana, when you enter the place like this, you go see tailors, many, the material full left, right. Now mm. then you they pick your fabric. Yeah. Eh? Call fine agents. They go come take your measurements. So you say, come so so and so, they come pick your suits. Ask of Tony Tigana for that really side, right? With that traffic, me and my brother, my brother can't say, Bobby, see the place here. Let's just come down and walk. I said, okay, now we pay taxi. As we come down the worker, now one woman for one company say, see, 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 who no, 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 no,
normal governor. So she run into her compound. People, they come out. One security from one bank. I think it was any bank. See, hey, hey. Now, so the next thing, everybody, hey. So it come be like panic. People, hey. Now, so me and my brother run. Go back and start the taxi. Superstar, you know, get money. Even the taxi driver, they laugh. He called him. Oh, he said, who you be? Oh, he don't know you. He don't know. It's who you be. If I take bus that time, eh. If my phone ring, I they let her ring out too because I go enter the back of the bus. I know the bus stop to go away, fresh bus feed day, or maybe only two or three passengers. That's Okbebi Junction. If you're on Towing Street, mm. turn enter Okbebi, right? I'll just do this opposite one fast food. I'll do like say, I just really day. But as I see the bus comes, enter. Yeah, you know the same. I can't set timetable not to enter bus once it's two o'clock or one forty something because secondary school kids don't close. And when they enter the bus, see me like this, eh? And me now can't squeeze face in the hope. So the office had the fee. Don't cut the talk to me. There was at the corner, they'll call the knock my leg. Bah. They knock Bros, my leg. We bah. know you. We know you. <laughs> I I jocularly tell one girl inside bus one day say she say are you are you an actor I say no I want to seize her mm. now she say no don't ever deny yourself don't worry you will make it had to tell her and say no now play I be the one follow you because <laughs> well, she knows you never make her play I never she can't <laughs> say don't worry you will make it don't well, let's say bus not today as yes say, imagine so that. now all these things let me stop <laughs> yes so public transport. <laughs> Yeah, uh, mostly it wow. was all love. It was I was big. Okay, so you, how many seasons in were you in? Like how many seasons into like extended family? I said this thing blew overnight. You don't understand. I don't get money to chop when these things happen. Okay, so all the time the thing with, they play for uh, TV. You know they make money with him at the time. At the time, eh? Mm. We call it a battle with the TV station. So yeah. you get ad. Right. The ad campaign will finish running. Mm. After running for, it takes 90 days mm. for them to process your check. When they process the check, my co-executive producer who invested, we don't get her money back because mm. they die the checks. Uh, Mama, how far now? And be shooting more, be shooting more. wild. Yeah, so that's why extended family died after one year because I was working, but another person they chopped. Chop. I stopped us at when the checks net profit was seven point eight million in two thousand and eight. So I text the woman. I said, "Now dream, Joseph, dream." When brother stay selling, but now stay dreaming, interpret. Wait, he become prime minister. I said, "So watch out for me." And that's before I get my seller this year, I don't cry. You. Yes, I don't so. run go meet her MG to beg her more. Mm. You understand everything. And waiting, give me the mind tell her that when she threatened me. On top of our money, now me and her oh, money, we, get, we had MOU 60 to her 40 to me. I was the writer, actor, producer, message boy, errand boy, you know? Yeah. I did all that shit. So yeah. Okay, so like um so after extended family finished, you face stand up full time. Yes. So because of this thing now, mm. I can't say well, I they work on a person the chop. Mm. Time to pursue this side. Now to enter stand up. So you, you know? got the right jokes. Don't you prepare your jokes? I don't write the right jokes, they come. Are they right jokes? That's why I remember they do 
uh, made him worry. Mm. Eh? Comment and joke, and they take and say no. Ah, if I do so, this one like this, if I do this one, that time me and Teju babyface, I'll tell Teju say no. Talk this one like this, do this. Because Teju and RMD were really close. So anytime he come to the office with a pally, yeah. Teju, no, do this one like this, he go laugh. He go try, he go say, oh boy, that thing work. I'll say yes, you know. So I knew that I could do this shit. I knew. So what, what was your first gig? What was your first Night of entrance? a Thousand Laughs. Oh, so you finally made it onto yeah, Night oh, of a Thousand Laughs. Yes, da. And you had to carry a crowd that much. Were you not worried? Were you not scared? I said they hear me. I forget jokey. They ask me what I don't okay, worry. Yeah, tell, me that, tell me that. Tell me that. I forget everything. So what's going I got to look them. Stop. Then I, as I say, hello. I was hello. <laughs> Frenzy. People, they get orgasm just by seeing me that time. And you still broke that time, oh? Yes, yeah, so with my coat. You know when you dust Jesus, velvet that coat clean. like they dust the come. What is And that time you're gonna see they go like all the yaba, all those people go shop to kind of teach me up. I not go yaba, but I go ikeja. Mm. You you know those ikeja buildings on that bridge, yes. where they hang out on top yes, of this thing. Yes, yes. Mannequin, very a fool at the chatter there. But they don't recognize it for that, those places. No. Because get one time where they call the recognize before yeah, but I said they call the call me Chichi. Mm. I know they boost most more. So one day the guy called tell me say, bro, when they come this place again, they would not see for TV. He called tell the jeans, get me hike the presence. I said, what come out? I said, this jeans not one five. You know, so enough for one five. Because mm. one five, you say give that guy. See my they come out. Mm. I don't understand what can go. That's when I stop going to Yaba. Mm. I said they go most more shot. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, but the stage where person there, you can bring Yaba to you. You understand everything. You know, let me tell you. Let me tell now. you. Yeah, but I had a covenant with Yaba at the time. For the four years I was in Unilag, I was in Yaba every week with my allowance. Every white shirt, every new shoe, every... You know your sauce. They said, me and the guy come become friends. They said, they call me Chichi. You know the year? Mm. So, if it comes to Chichi, new, new stock don't come, but this is bail. So, I knew everybody would be this bail. They come Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Mm. So, as you see, they come out, and me and my best friend that time for Unilag, because we still be stars already. You so, were stars. Yeah, but that's my only fashion. I just just had a dress up because mm. I didn't have a great time in life. So the only thing I did look on a fashion. So if I don't wear those, my shoes I will cost a lot. I to wash them at fifteen naira, hundred naira. All those any washroom I will wash everything for you. Mm. So now it's very different. I cannot go back, but sometimes I just really want to go back and pick a few things. It's called thrift clothing, right? Mm. <laughs> I just drift it. I just really want to go back, but they don't allow me. This this is just harder. So let's come back to you. Sorry, I just wanted to give my no, no, no. I didn't enjoy them. You know, story. the only pro, the only thing I have against that as such is, and it's not our fault. Mm. It's our economy, right? We have no business buying clothes that people have worn, True. right? So I'm. I mean, if you, you want to go to Primark in the UK, be my guest. Get things where you pick from Primark. Nobody yeah. will ever think it's Primark. True. You want to do your Zara? Mm. No problem, right? But let's, as human beings, start as Africans start to dignify ourselves. Number one, food is still a problem. True. Why should somebody beg to eat? Why should somebody find her to eat? Like it is food. Look all around you. But food is expensive because our economy is not right. Yeah. So when then things like clothes, you don't ever see where they sell secondhand clothes for developed countries. They don't they have, sell them. They, they have proper stores. Even it's very dignified, as you said. They have proper stores 
where you can walk in those and buy thrift, thrift clothing. Thrift yes. stores. Yes. Yeah. But not be a market or Krika. Uh, yeah. Not be a Krika mm. level. And most majority of those clothes go to orphanages, to orphanages and homes and those things, right? Mm. Mm. Let's dignify ourselves, long story short. Trusha. Trusha. Okay, so now I'm really invested in the in the 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 trajectory from starting at night of a thousand laughs. Mm. So when you started at night of a thousand laughs, did you eventually drop the jokes or you just they just kept cheering you on and you forgot to no I, I eventually told the jokes and then I wouldn't get off stage and I was on a time leash right so they give you signs yeah. say round up round up so night of a thousand I was looking he's good but yeah no so I started doing other shows but they call you book you yes what, so the people that already knew you as um um, RMDs PA and this mm. thing. What, what was that? Did they accept you to the industry wholeheartedly or they were a bit like... They didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice because... Okay, take mic, talk. That's the beauty of stand-up comedy, right? Take the mic and crack a joke. Mm. See you, see mic, see stage, see audience. Not be recommend. If you are not good, now only you go reveal yourself. Mm. If you are good, now you go reveal yourself. Mm. You get, there's no, there's, you can lobby to get on stage, but to remain on that stage is, is what you say and how the audience reacts to it. Mm. So that, that was my bane. Ultimately, okay, yeah, he has to go. So I really didn't struggle once I started performing. I didn't struggle. I, I struggled to get corporate gigs. Because the couple of kids were, oh, who's he? So, okay, yeah, but he's a pigeon in his character. We know him mm. on TV, right? So, I can't notice, ah, voila. Yeah. I can't start to wear suits, right? To package them. But yeah. when I wear suits, my audience, they look like, oh, this, not with this guy, we will. When they don't, hey, as I come out, ah, this guy wears suits. Because the, my, the characters I've played on TV, a rustic village yeah. boy. You get the point. So, mm. I was like, lose the jacket. Lose the tie, but keep the shirt and fold it halfway. So you're still dressed decently. So I had to do that balance. balance All yeah. these are things where they look at, they know, say, this is what is wrong. Mm. Right? So I started to connect here, connect there. And I didn't want a segregated market, say, oh, this guy, a pigeon crowd. True. Because I know, say, I can handle a corporate crowd. Right. You know, stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, that, that was it for me, basically. So when the separation starts, when you wanted to start doing like, um, more corporate gigs, right? I remembered one. Sorry, sorry, I don't want to forget. I remember, but it's based on the question yeah, you're yeah. asking me. One GT Bank end of year party, the first one I should have been in basket segment. Sorry, so when they look the tape, because basket line is um, so produced for them, oh, and, okay. you know, so when they uh, get uh, the mm. higher talent, yeah. and he's like, as they see me, they say, ah, not this guy where they do those pitching mm. English stuff on TV. Uh, no, no. So when he said that, that was, I was like, ah, <laughs> would I, yo? you know, so I didn't do that yet, but I started to deliberately evolve. Mm. So I started to tell my jokes, I did speak English for some places so you'll know that, okay, Ooh, he's cerebral, he can communicate yeah. in, in proper mm. English, right? Uh, I also, though, again, one time we'll be say, people go say, ah, this guy, you are, you are, no, they'll say, man, he get his joke. These are even my friends in some mm. instances. He get his joke. Why could I talk? Oh. Then they will say the joke. Nami talk him. And I'm like, what? 
damn, Agudai has a larger than life image in this game. Right. Basketball has a larger than life mm. image in this game. So what did I do? I started to infuse my name in my routine. Say, now my mama shouts, say, Bovi, Bovi, Bovi. Mm. You understand? These are the subtle things. Strategic. Yeah. So I started to plant my name like deliberately. What? So, Every time I speak to you, right, I feel like I'm taking a like a leaf off your book, right? Because <laughs> I'm very that this is me, mm. right? Do you, would you would you um credit the exposure that you got from it as a child from reading books to your choices? Because that is a very strategic move that other comedians probably would have thought about. So you just keep producing or dropping their their jokes and just keep it, they'll probably not think about the branding, mm. right? So where did you get this? strategy from is it from your background or because you are very intentional about your comedy your associations and everything that you do it's a series of factors number one when i get on stage i'm not interested in what i did right so when i thank you nice well thank mm. you i'm asking my inner circle what didn't i do right i personally don't like how i did this mm. i think it should have been better what did i forget yeah i forgot this joke mm. i forgot this joke you understand mm. i didn't say this one well i forgot this punchline that's one right I think I'm born to do this. Luckily, I studied theater. That is two. Mm. I started reading books at an early age. So pictures, they paint for my mind. One of the first uh, piece setters I read was titled Christmas in the City. They talk about Lagos, beach life. You understand? When I come Lagos, the year where I confess go beach, this is like 20 something. No, like 15 years after I don't read Christmas in the city. I came to Lagos 24. I probably read Christmas in the city maybe when I was seven mm. or eight. When I came to Lagos, when I first go beach for nights, I, I remember it took me back. It don't be like say the, the waiting at the talk for the book, mm. what the author was saying. Right, I started to see it, mm. you know. So I think these elements helped. Mm. Ultimately, eh, knowledge is key. Now who know the act on waiting in know? Mm. Now who know they create? Mm. So you can know and write mm. that others may know. That be why God give us the gift where mm. he give us. Also, yeah. this is a very personal question for me because I'm, I also write out, I don't I don't call my TVT jokes. I write out TVT. I don't call it jokes, right? Mm. But my own process, I want to know what your own creative process is so I can be in the shower or sitting down with my friends. And I'm like, that's it. That's my, that's my content for tomorrow. So half the time I can be removed from a conversation and I'm playing things in my head. This, I'm arranging everything together. It's making sense. I'm laughing. I'm enjoying myself. I want to know if that's your, the same process for you because some days ago in the shower, I shouted, I'm just a freaking talent. This is not supposed to be for any, just anybody. Because probably when I arranged the team finishing, I can't they laugh for bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, how, how can I be this blessed? Right. So, and I think that also most of the things that I arranged together are things that I've read things that I've experienced. So, for a comedian, right, is knowledge very important for your work? Is reading and exposing and opening your mind? Because we're all, we're like, we're like wordsmiths. We put mm. things together, we're arranged to make people laugh, to make comic sense. Mm. 
what is your creative process? And for comedians, do we need to be more vast? Just like rappers and I mean their lyrics and everything, they, they read more just to open their minds. Do we need to be more vast to paint more stories mm. or to tell more stories? Well, yeah, I mean the stories are stories. For every fresh story, you want to hear a newer one. Right. I think every human being in the creative space, what you need to do is spend time with yourself. Solitude, tranquility, you know, just escape the world and be by yourself. Sometimes at night, it comes to you, but you don't tire. So as you think, you come sleep. When you wake, you don't forget. You don't go I'm sure there are ideas that have hit you that, ah, this thing. Yeah. Then later, be like, hey, hey, hey. You don't think what I'll be the yes, thing. Yes, you, it happens a lot. And the jokes were don't lost like ah, that. Mad. So I just put it go on my phone. Yeah, so now if I open my notes for you, Ron, <laughs> right? Because it's all around us. It's all around us. You don't even need to have read a book. Mm. You have experienced life. As mm. far as you communicate in a language, mm. you have experienced life. What books does for us, it gives us different perspectives mm. and tells us for places we can reach. Mm. Traveling as well mm. is also a learning process. Keeping quiet and listening to people is a huge learning process. Because if you can hold yourself and just listen, mm. that's power. Yeah, but I think there's a uniqueness to people who can do this. Because my brother as well thinks he's a comedian mm. for, for, for some weird reason. Because we're raised the worry and everything that, yeah. But I know that he's, he's he probably is a comedian, right? Mm. But I'm saying that there's a uniqueness to us that makes mm. us, so everybody experiences like people and situations. But how we're able to just cook it up to make comic sense. Everybody has their gifts and their talents. I remember when my immediate younger brother was learning how to bake. Right? Mm. Out of boredom, nothing to do. He didn't come to my house. Mm. He Congo register for one baking school. Wow. He said, if he don't do the icing, the thing they collapse. He kept worrying, <laughs> worrying. One night for room, I joined a person in the child, you wreck her! You wreck her! <laughs> I'm like, what did you discover? Uh, he said, I was mixing it with too much water. He couldn't wait to get to the school the next day. He went to the school, did it with less water, the ice didn't break and he went to the woman. But the woman, they run school. So the woman said, take it away from here. She's like, no, I've learned it. What's next? She said, take it away because she did pay the learning. Or else, there are school fees where they pay. It go be like say, it go be like say, why we pay these fees? Mm. So she did deliberately slow down their learning process. That was his last day there. That was his last day there. That uh, he immediately understood well, that. Well, the woman So the woman, in, yeah, she they say you must get it, you must learn. In the cracking brain, that why this mm. thing, the you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to lie, but she probably was the one allowing yeah. them just you know, so that the time will stretch out to justify what they paid. Because once you don't submit the icing, you don't cake, don't ready now. <laughs> you get the point, anyway. That's how he left. It was like, nah. interesting. right? So, everybody has their own, the camera guys, the sound guys. As far as they spend time with it, they will be like, man, okay, there has to be a way. Mm. See now, they shoot this thing, ACD on. Mm. You know, some places see tomorrow, they'll say, please, please, turn, off, the, turn yeah. off. And I keep saying, wait, you they turn off AC. Your camera, they make noise way loud past this AC. Mm. So what is the, is there no way around? Oh, no, no, turn off. So people are used to patterns, yes. but only thinkers 
get it like a light bulb comes up and they're like, you know what? Yeah. Let's try this. But you don't sometimes you don't doubt the things that you have thought of because sometimes it's just you and your thoughts. You're the only one that thinks it's great. This might be funny, but don't you think that other people might not engage the Oh yes, thoughts? because people are different. So it's not left for you to cook it in a way mm. that will work. Listen, anything your mind comes up with is potent. <laughs> it has the potency to affect lives positively or negatively. Mm. Anything your mind, that's why you must guard your thoughts. Yeah. So there's nothing that is a waste. In the arts, you can't score zero, no matter how dull you are in the academic space. Yeah. You can't score zero. Neither can you score 100 because that makes that means you are God. Mm. You get the point. In the arts, you can't score zero, you can't score 100. So that's why I'm even praying now that our educational system starts to adopt it. Mm. Abroad lecturers ask you your opinion. They are your teachers, but they ask you your opinion because from your opinion, you may have thought last night and written mm. or been in the shower and something crossed your mind and you're like, professor, yeah. I think this is... Yeah. And that's how stuff comes up. You get the point. Well, this part of the country, if you tell your professor, say you think... Are you mad? You know, graduate, you <laughs> carry over. <laughs> What's your matriculation number? Yeah, so... <laughs> It's not actually a joke. It's actually crazy here. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, I, I was going to ask about um, your relationship because when you started, when, when I was watching you as a comedian, you were very close to basket. Hmm. That synergy, did it help you? Because I think you guys are very similar in your, even your jokes and uh, the things that you guys do, even the kind of work that you guys do. Was that synergy very important for you? How did it come about? Why did it start? Absolutely. Relationships in life, in everything mm. we do, are very necessary, yeah. you know? And um, well, they say iron sharpened iron. You can't, mm. you can't, a knife cannot test its sharpness unless it costs something. A knife cannot test its sharpness except it strikes against mm. another knife, right? So I think that was the stage for us. Mm. And yeah, it rubbed off on all of us well. You know, we, we had fun while yeah. that lasted, you know. So what you guys do, like, uh, they do shows together, right? You guys used to travel abroad and do shows together. Mm. Mad, mm-hmm. mad. Those were mostly his franchises, right? So it mm. was a basket mountain mm. and, oh, yo, we should go. All right. Okay. So we were in the circuit with him, you know, but it was his creation, his product. But how did the relationship start? Ah. <laughs> professionally he saw me at night of a thousand laughs in abuja and said man we'll go walk i wasn't hearing the jokes you were saying but the audience was blowing up ah we'll go work what year was this 2009 or 10 9 or 10 maybe even 11 when did you finally get into that the money in comedy? When did the money start rolling that you realize that oh I'm gonna be doing this for a longer time? Okay, before I talk about that, I've said this in many interviews. I remember being in the circuit, like all the night of a thousand mm. laughs, all the other franchises, mm. right? And I wasn't really making money. Like, ah, uh, take now. That's why I told you that in this business, everything you take, you have to take it by force. Right. So I'm like, ah, ah, this way I pay. I know I'm killing your shows. I'm killing the shows. Whoa. <laughs> Are they kill? Right. So I, I used to get depressed. I used to get really depressed. Because you knew you could do better. Yeah. Yeah. And then my mom told me that, uh, I called her one day complain and she said, what do you want to be? Orange tree or corn? Mama. <laughs> I said, I don't understand. She said, well, the corn, 
as a plant, when it produces, it dies. And next year, you have to start again and plant again. But the orange tree, when you plant it for years, no fruits. But when the fruits start coming out, when the harvest starts, it don't stop. Mm. So what do you want to be? You, you, you want to start as every season and harvest. The next season, I said, no. You want to be the orange tree? I said, yes. She said, then don't complain again. That was it. So she meant that you should just see the process. Go with the tide. Yeah. Time will come when you are irresistible. Hmm. You understand? Ah, I'm not available. Ah, no, you have to be available. Oh. Ah, yeah. You know, I went from just being in the tide to, Bobby, you are closing the show. How did that make you feel? I don't know. I don't know. I just knew that, okay, I'm doing something different. Something about oh, Bobby, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are closing the show. I was like, eh? Mm. Right? There are heavyweights in the show, but mm. Bobby, you are going last. Because if you put the comedian way, the hottest for middle, <laughs> mm. you don't create problem for those after them. You know, so at the time I had materials where they bring smoke. They, they bring smoke. Yeah. You know, then it went from Bobby, you are closing to show, but Bobby, you are to Bobby, you are hosting the show. You are the host, you are steering the ship. So at that time when your career was doing like this, how how were you feeling at the time? Because this is I have to pinch myself and see. Yeah, I'm not one. really the dwell on myself like that. So me, I'm the kind of person that likes to okay, I don't do this thing now. What next? Yeah. You know, so I what next? What's next? There's no top. You see that phrase, see you at the top? There's no top. There's no top. People they as we they talk, there's there's a, 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 an army of people you have inspired where they come from. Yes. Back, eh? Yes. We smoke. Yes. You get so that was just it. The first time I will host Night of a Thousand Laughs, that they are two show thing. Mm. Gordon's not the normal, they are normal MC. Right, mm, mm. and for the first show, he wasn't the he he had not arrived. He was running late. Yeah. So they were like, "Okay, Bobby, you host the show." Now nah, who's that? Kill us. I see the end. Godons don't come. Now nah, go joke. Tell Godon say, "Now me they host the second show. Now me go host and we can laugh. I can say, bro, nice one. We we'll go. Mm. Oh yeah, now back to status quo. Mm. Right? Yinka Akinla won't come meet me. Say." What do you go tell Godos? I said, she be nine the host. He said, no, you're hosting the second show. I said, ah, bros. Na joke, I do. Na joke. He said, no, you are hosting others from above. I had to go back to Godos and say, bros, I, I was joking when I was insisting that it's me mm. that's hosting the show. He said, no, 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 it's fine. I said, no, are you sure? Like, he said, no, it's fine. And that's how I started hosting. <laughs> Night of a thousand laps. You so that's why you just your career the pick up the hot. I mean, when you started the date, Chris. Now, when your career the hot, I mean, before you blow. As my career just my stand up, as my stand up just starts, mm. right? That I, I start to date Chris. Yeah, as my stand up just start to peak, because I remember with me, Chris, my brother Zeno, mm. and August Baba. We go, they say KP, they do a, what's it, they call that show? Friday Night Laughs for Muson, not Muson, for City Mall, mm. right? Friday Night Laughs, once a month. So we went for, I think, the Maiden Edition. As we reach the gates, KP enter, you know, KP in a producer, and I so forget that they ask for tickets. We'll go say, boy, chin up. We'll be comedians. We can't pay. 
You say forget, lock up, we'll not pay. Then we'll go say forget, say we are comedians. The Congo call KP. KP call come. As KP is just I size us off, I not near the table because he need the money. <laughs> we never blew. You can't blame him. Yeah. We never really blew. You understand? You know, so, so KP just threw a Facebook corner. So Ogu's whole ground, right? I bless the KP call pass message. They call say, okay, me and Ogu should not pay, but my brother and mm. my base yeah. will, will pay. pay. So we'll call pay for their two we'll call enter. Mm. All the comedians with the book for show now. All of them they run late. They never come. So people with So as like three acts don't perform, you know? So where we sit down, nine keep because set this. See, as this guy with that. Now I say, lie, lie, you. We buy tickets. We don't go. I don't feel perform. They come, lobby, say no. This is not in time. Shake everywhere. I scatter the place. Energy. The jokes, eh, are brand new. You don't don't write already the way for your day. I scatter. I always prepared, for some funny reason, I always prepared myself that in case you are called up, anywhere where I go, I don't say microphone day. In case you are called up, what will you say? So, I they make notes mentally, I they write for corner just in case they call me. Ah, now maybe Boy Scout too. Be prepared. <laughs> I love it. A scientist scatter the place and I saw my brother jump, just start to speak. He's so called again, where Kobe wrote, where Kobe wrote. I don't have He start to praise God. What did he I would No, I said he heard a scatter because they laughed, they died. Say, man, I joke with this. So he was just one person in the mix. You hear him. In my front, we sit down. He stand like this, like in a church. They raise his hands. Oh, that's amazing. What was Chris doing at the time? She won't laugh that. Just a friend that so, was she so why she, she did it comedian? How did she feel at like that time when she did comedian? Ah, that's a different love story way long ago. I chased Chris for like three months before she grew because there was some complicated shit, you mm-hmm. know, in the whole <laughs> in the lungus. <laughs> you know, but I chased her for like three months and when we started dating, at the time I said, You are my wife, or you just you didn't do anything. Oh, you chose your wife. Yeah. Why? How? I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, when a force, a subconscious force just to push you. Me and Chris start marriage counseling before my mom sounds. When I tell my mom, sorry, I couldn't pick your call. I was in marriage counseling. My mom, are you mad? What? You what? want to marry? I've not seen it. What's wrong with you? What kind of, st-? now they are conscious. Okay. What am I doing? But I'm like, why should they vest? Because I'm my wife. Me, no, say I'm my wife. So the what if your mom has said no? She can not say no. Zeno. My immediate younger brother, Zeno, now my henchman, mm-hmm. right? As you know, tell my mama, see, when you see the girl, you even melt because she's Nike. So my mom, mine can't come down. So me and Chris can't travel. Go see her. And first of my mom, see her, the energy, mm-hmm. energy first connects. And my mom told her, listen, you are not my son's wife, you are my daughter. From today, just know that you are my doctor. This is so impressionable. First things first. And there are two till her passing. Wow. They were interwoven. 
When my mom died, I didn't have time to mourn because I managed Chris. Chris raised clutch. She won naked where August day. My friend August Baba. Wow. She won. As I break the news to me for phone, we drove back home. We go watch film. We drove back home. So I tell Chris for Palomon is there. She don't wear nighty. She said, well, what is it? The scream, eh? The scream. See, tomorrow they looked at our decking, whether the things is strong or that scream. I felt the house shake. That's so why she raised her cloth. I dived the cloth. Come down. She won naked. She was wailing. Wow. Ah. They were really that close. Yes. I wish I met your mom. I feel like she's... she Because there's so many things I've heard about her. Pictures, videos I've seen. Did, he, did, did that person break you? Because... She was a huge part of your life, even up until when. Because I see pictures of you guys. I think you guys even traveled together sometimes. You were already at the place of your career where you were like this. It was just a good time for your mother to just be with you and just, I mean, just even repay her for all the things that she had done, all the sacrifices. What What did that do to you when she passed? It broke me. I think I'm still broken. My mom was like my vaccine. And imagine the only vaccine in the world that will keep you safe. It breaks. You know, so I had to turn to God completely. That mm. now you now you remain now you now you are supposed to lean on from beginning, mm. but I leaned on this woman, you know, and like so, uh, mm. like Kofi Awuno said in his uh, uh, poem Songs of Sorrow, the tree on which I lean on has fallen. Mm. When the tree on which you lean on is fallen, how you want to stand, you know, but. There was something about my mom's death that was surreal. One week before she passed, she came to Lagos to spend time with me and to see the house I had bought from comedy money. Right? And she was so impressed and so happy. But she spent that one week telling me about the family, how to, what's the future for our younger ones? How do we handle this? How do we handle that? Oh, her family, she loves them. This is what they did. This is what they did. Her properties. I have property here. I have property there. This is everything. You know, she was just opening up. Did she know? She didn't know. Then she said, my film was not ready. She said, oh, are you going to the studio? I said, yes. Then I just shot her. It's her day. So we went to the studio. She followed me to Ogba. Where the editor plays data, let her see. I said, Mommy's first cut. She said, Let me see. She watched the three and a half hours long film where we cut down, you know, the the first cut. Mm. And she was like, Don't worry, to be a good film, be hit. You will go places. You will go the world over. She always used to tell me that when I was young. The world will know you. She traveled back on Sunday, January 25th. The next day, as my, my wife says, didn't they tell mom is not feeling fine? I say, you know, say that she almost fainted in the morning. I take phone, start to rake for my mom. This around six o'clock. Why are you stressing yourself? Rest. Stop worrying about other people. Do you know if anything happens to you, they will carry on with their life? And she said, is that all you have to say to me? I said, it's okay. I'm sorry. I will call you later. But rest. I said, there are things worse than that. You can't end up on a wheelchair stroke. Rest. How can they say you almost fainted and you went back to work? Wow. She said, mm. I said, I'll call you back. She said, okay. One hour later, my mom is calling me. I peek at the person. They scream. They cry. Mommy, oh, mommy. She's not breathing. She said, but. They are no good. They inside car. They wait. Made the films. Reach three minutes to start before going. <laughs> As I say, man, my mom is dead. Ogu's boss cry. <laughs> she knew her. Yeah, him. 
he knew her. August boss cry inside the car. You understand? Go drive from the pumps. Go my house. Tell my wife, cry. All our friends come rally come that night. And so we did that. I called Zinu. Zinu was in Lagos. I said, mommy's dead. He said, I want to remember what he said. He said, that cannot be. It's not possible. <laughs> that painful shock. He said, that cannot be. Not my mother. <laughs> so she's gone. From Ikoi, drive from us. Cry, cry. Early Momo, me, Zino, Goose. <laughs> Start to blow go Delta. Two o'clock like this, I don't reach. And there she was. Gone. Heart attack. Oh, she had a heart attack? She was not sick. She had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Were you angry with God? I was confused. Because, you know when you know that this is a good person? Yes. I was confused. I don't feel vexed. I, I was like, ah, actually they die. You know what you know? Because my mom used to say, they want to kill me, but they, but they won't succeed. I know that I will live to my ripe old age. I want, I want to retire to a big compound with an orchard. Like, okay. Because our grandmom's house used to have an orchard. Our, mm. our grandfather as well. You know, in Knife of Benin. All fruits. You know those sound of music, Greenland. Yeah, mm. that was how my mom grew up. So that she said that's what she wants to return. So mm. quiet. And my classmates, one of my best friends, Razak. Razak, we had not seen for over five years. We get one small quarrel. During my mom's funeral, I just see Razak. I said, What do you come to here? He said, What well, I don't. He begged me, we settled. Then he said that when we finished second school, at that time I remember, I said, I don't remember, that he traveled home with me. He said, for morning, my mom come make sandwich for him with tea, set up for dining table, that the tea shook him, you know, that she treated him like her son. He said, you know, they forget that thing. Mm. That was probably 20 years earlier. Nineteen travel come. I mean, we'll continue with job with we'll not to dwell on <laughs> yeah, no, I just want to rush over the questions because I mean time is fast spent. I, I can see your your I just want I have a few questions. I want you to tell me about Delso a bit, then I can move into the last question before we because mm. your formative years were also in Delso, you studied theater. Mm-hmm. First of all, you how did you get convinced your parents that you were going to study theater? Because it was war. It was war. My mom wanted me to study mass communication. I wanted to study theater. My dad wanted me to study law. But I don't know if he, me and my dad, not to get conversation. Mm. He just said, go and do what else does your result qualify you to study? I said, law, go, go and register in law. You know? So I had issues with my registration number to enter mass communication. So I gladly went to theater. Right. And my mom said, take electives in mass com because you will change to theater, uh, mass com in 200 level. I didn't take the electives. When it was time to change, to change department and war, to get your name on that list. Me, I the pray, say, thank God, my name not going to enter. But my mom, now university done. She called them back, 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 first. But my name did number one for list of people to change to mass con. <laughs> I said, mommy, I didn't take electives, so I can't go to 200 level mass con. She said, then you will do 100 level mass communication. God bless you so, any Jologo Umuko, aka any Jones Umuko, the playwrights, he wrote, Princess Esiloko, one of the most popular Nigerian plays, right? So he was my HOD. And we were walking from 
theater as department to music department. You don't like this guy. The man, the bounce. Now, guy, man. I said, I see the problem. He said, are you sure you want to change? Because then the HOD didn't hold the list. Yeah. I said, the truth is, I don't want my parents. He said, well, I'll tell you only one thing. There's nothing a mass communication student can do mm-hmm. that a theater student cannot do. Mm-hmm. But there are things a theater practitioner can do that a mass communication person cannot do. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a love letter home, pour my heart out to my mama, says, see, see. She told my dad, my dad says, that's what he wants. Let him do. So they let me do, but they were never really happy. I was studying theater, mm. right? Finish school. Now play, play, they say that your play, play department. Yeah. At the time, <laughs> play, play department. That's how I studied theater. Okay. Yeah, you'll get job as a lecturer. I said, no, be me. And I ran. My mom had this survivor mentality. It's how most of yeah, us were raised. Yeah, that you have true, to survive. True. No, I won't survive. I want to, I want to express myself. Mm. Yeah, so. And you, you, you clearly did that. Well done, Bobby. Um, bef- I just want to talk about your kids before the end of this. I cannot not talk about your kids. You have the most, inter- <laughs> some of the most interesting kids alive because Whenever I watch, I think you use um, Instagram gives me more content than some other Instagrams in this Nigeria, right? Having kids, what impact did they have on you? And now you have a daughter you're very close to who re- sort of reminds you of you. How do you mm. feel when you're engaging with your children? Because you only, you only wanted to have one. Mm. Are you thanking God every day that you now have three? Do you I want mean, more? you know, like I said earlier, children are a gift from God. Yeah. I don't want more because I I want to be able to look at all my kids without twisting my neck left and right. I want to be able to look at my kids without them lacking anything. I want to be able to look at my kids and know them, mm. right? I want to have a relationship with my kids. But I think most of this gratitude goes to my wife, actually, because if I was not stable at home, if she didn't... Mm provide an enabling um, environment. Not be this one when they talk, right? So Chris just, she takes my shit. She, she, her tolerance level is very high. And then she tries her best to ensure that all is well with the children. Like, mm. you know, she's learning to in more, many more ways mm. than one, right? So, most of these credits of my children should go to her. I mean, the kids have their own temperament and how they're born, but she has been... Shout out to Crystal Boma. Yes. She's a guardian <laughs> angel. She is. She is. But are your daughter? Hmm. Do you think she would tell your line? Because I don't she's... know. Because my parents tried to force me down in line, I didn't want to go to mm. several lines. Yeah. I'm just allowing her express herself she may just be a reality star as against an actor people are like oh this girl make a very good actress mm. she may be a singer she may say that is director i want to be she may be a writer you understand she's so, she's so, she's so amazing. What, what's the most interesting thing that has ever happened with elena what the most interesting situation because i've there's too many so i want to bring out from instagram too many things that elena has done i'm just like this can be how old is she now Eight. She cannot be an eight-year-old because she's kind of eight. that she, she was on set with me. I look at her and say, ah. <laughs> she, the, the, Elena is so smart. So she did remind you. Say that's on the line. Yeah. She's supposed to take. Now children are space. They the brain. She never. <laughs> she no, not but, pay for anything. She's particularly no no. 
<laughs> no, but Elena is particularly gifted. There's something about her that you just want to understand. Hmm. So even if she becomes a writer or whatever she becomes, I think excel. every child is like Elena. Yeah. It's just that hers is more prominent because it's uh, an expressive form. Hmm. You know, so we are, we are getting to know, okay, this is what her, her gifts are. Like I said, I'm not sure because... She may actually even be like me and say, I want to do this, 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 and this. You get the point. So I'm happy that I have a child who is expressive, who can hold conversations because these were the things they they stopped us from having for those of us who had it, right? You did talk. I did talk. You did talk. At the talk, you didn't look me you for me face. Quiet today. <laughs> <laughs> but this is how I look. I would like to stop that. Yes, now. Oh wow! You know? Wow. So you you intentionally instilled that level of confidence in them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because the truth is, as human beings, even as adults, we make mistakes. Mm. So let's let the kids make the mistakes. You know, a child is walking on the road with you and sees a puddle. And the child wants to run in that puddle. Mm. You say, no, 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 you mess your mm. shoes up. Let them mess it up. But you know, it go, our parents go beat us for messing it yes. up. Yes. Because now we are no rich. Mm. Now that we know, that's how children, every child is an inventor. From what they see, they want to try stuff out. Mm. Right? When we were small, eh? You know, say I put my hand, make spider bites me. Because Spider Man, but Spider Bite and what I see, you know. So, so yes, guard the children. Yeah, reduce risk mm-hmm. that can damage their lives. Mm-hmm. But they must explore. That for me. Okay, we're well, almost coming to the end of the show, but I, I want to personally thank you for first of all coming on the show and also helping me in a lot of things. And thank you for Visa on Arrival. Visa on Arrival. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobby, Bobby reached out to me one day. So you go on there, my series. And say, bros, why not? So he said he had sent me the he had sent me the script, but not really read that. I just want to do the series because hey, you told say mm. we did the series. So I don't I don't come do that. I don't I don't try to do that. Oh, bros, I don't read. I don't worry. Obviously, you've not read that script. If you read that script, the energy will be different. And I read Visa and Arrival in one. I sat down in less than a few hours. I finished it and I came back and I was ready. Visa and Arrival is the most brilliant. One of the most brilliant things that I've that you've ever done, Bovi. How? Why? From where? The inspiration? How did it come about? I don't know. Like I said, I look around my environment and create stuff. Mm. There's nothing in Visa and Arrival that none of us in this room have not experienced in real life. You know, the system is is uh, is faulty, for the lack of a better word. Mm. It's faulty. So when that's why the show is a hit because everybody can relate with the drama, mm. and then the actors are bringing their A game to it, mm. you know? So, for me, I don't write this on arrival. I don't crack my brain. You got to beat this one. Though. What are you researching on? So, I they read now? They study? Like, I just, you yeah. must read. Yeah. You know, make I cast you small. Because, mm. you know, I kept telling you, read the script. That was season one. Season two, you didn't read the script. Which is where the problem starts from. Because it's possible. No, we won't go cut her more. Semi San didn't let me oh look at the camera. Oh my god! Semi San didn't read the script in season two. I like when I say now. he didn't read it, he did, he waited till he got a set before ha. he started to get into it. Well, you know, and you, you know, know why? <laughs> because you don't kill the first one. You mm. assume, oh, okay. Yeah. No game don't. The game keeps improving. Yeah. Number one, number two, you are digging too deep into uh, too early into your reserve, which is your 
innate quality. The mm. gift they don't follow you come not be you. I've watched the first cut. You killed it. You mm. actually killed it. But I actually feel you would have killed it more. Your your score for me is an A in mm. season two. Mm. It is actually an A. Don't but, get me wrong. But you know. I know, say, mm. like, say you go house, go to the city, there are probably things you would have given us that may have become legendary for life. Nobody will forget them in there. Okay, I would, I would do better next time. You have to. Thank you for this feedback. <laughs> I will post this particular bit just because, yeah, this is good feedback. And thank you so much. Um, before I let you go, finally, are we expecting any special anytime soon? I have to do that. You Long overdue. Long overdue. Long overdue. So you think it would be Netflix or Amazon or which special will it be? I don't know. You know, some years ago, my friends who are aggregators to these streaming platforms, mm. Netflix, I'm like, talk to these people. Let's make it sure. And they're like, I know. Go and record the tape and bring it. Don't take it to them. I'm like, I'm not going to beg mm-hmm. for this. Tell them you have one of the hottest comedians ever out mm. of Africa. Pitch this thing to them let them offer me a deal they're like no just record it and bring I'm like they'll buy it like every other yes. tape right yes. if you go cap in hand do they need comedy tell them you have where comedy can come from let's record it properly because I don't want to have to depend on making money from the show to mm. upset my cost first right because you stifle the creativity yeah anyway know. after holding my ground for so long I'm like okay you will go record that We'll battle it out on mm. the on the negotiation table. So, have you recorded it? Are you going to record I haven't recorded it. I'm going to record it. I'm going to... There are so many things I have to do. Some are quite innovative, mm-hmm. you know, but I have to give it a shot. If it works, it works. If it don't work, we'll try another one. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> to my show, Bobby! Even though you drag me small. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming to my show. I hope this is one of the best... Ep- it is actually one of the best episodes ever because I really enjoyed the honesty and just lots of lessons that I learned from this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. You can go and pick up your daughter now. Right. I'm late. <laughs> Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.